Ow. I heard four distinct claps. Did, did that mean that, uh, did Emma clap? No, I did not clap. I, I, oh. I might have clapped so loud that it then also caught the echo because that's how powerful I am. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, you got strong palms, Lucas. How did that happen? I'm Lucas, strong-palmed writer. I don't know. I'm a pretty loud clapper. I bet I could probably beat him. Let's I have a clap off and ruin the clap sync. Everyone go crazy. Sweetheart, we are 55 seconds into this podcast, and you are already flexing on me. I don't know how I feel about that. Weird flex, but okay. Yeah. Well, that's just a fact. I just notice that whenever I go anywhere. There's, like, clapping involved. I tend to clap louder than everyone else. You just happen to notice your hands are stronger than other people's? It's not stronger. It's the way I clap. My hands are so small. I think that's why I clap louder. Create that perfect seal that traps in the air. Exactly. That's it. Sonic boom. Fear the Emma Rowell clap back. She clapped right back. (laughs) Clap right back with the weird flex, but okay. How you guys doing? Uh, any any weird stuff going on in your lives that would make for an interesting opening? We're gonna cut that sentence out though, right? Because <laughs> that yeah. sounds really pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got anything interesting? Yeah, no. Alright, yeah. bye. <laughs> I found out my line of work is really blue collar. Been all those years just to get a blue collar job. That's that's my thing. <laughs> but but. Sticks made a song about it, so it must be cool. Who? Carry Sticks. on my wayward no, son. No, no, Lucas, not not that band. Not not related. Kenny Chesney made the blue collar anthem. So I mean that must be cool. It, it was called it was called Shift Work. Really, it was cool, but hearing gunshots nearby is a little bit freaky. <laughs> you were oh. in Minnesota. That's yeah. the entirety of Minnesota. I live right by my, my old house that swamp. I grew up in was right by a gun range. So, yeah. yeah. Welcome to the country. <laughs> Welcome to the jungle. We have fun and games. Move out to the country. Gonna eat me a lot of peaches. Okay, I'm pretty sure one of those bands is Sticks. Nope. Oh, boy. Them. Who sings one the Peaches is... song? <laughs> but wait, Emma, have you actually never heard of Sticks? I don't know band names. I'm not good with names. Presidents of the United States of America sang that song. I know I, I that one. I did know one. that one, yeah. And now the other one is um, Guns N' Roses. I just don't know who Sticks is and what they sing. Uh <laughs> The presidents of the United States of America got impeached when they sang that song. But um, uh, <laughs> uh, oh man, well, it's been nice knowing you all. Yeah, <laughs> that's been our podcast. See you next week. It will get no better than that. We have peaked. We have reached our maximum evolution. Buckle up for mediocrity. Mediocrity. That was. Comedy gold. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, okay, when you say evolution, is it like the Pokemon evolution where once you hit the best one, you can never go back? 
or is it like Digimon Evolution, where you get to the best one, but for only a little bit, and then you go back to being like a shitty tiny dinosaur or something? Or is it like biological evolution that happens every day and <laughs> humans have kind of reached, quote unquote, because now it doesn't really form us anymore? Yay! Well, I don't know about that. We have plenty of time to evolve. Is it going to be through natural selection and the other processes, I guess? Yeah, we, we, we will continue evol- evolving, but probably I mean, not, not through the same processes that the previous couple billion years have done. We're, uh, we're... I mean, but the thing is, though, with humans, they've always been weird. Sorry, I'll shut up. Sciencey moment. Sweetie, well, put the put the head your pod back in, please. Thank you, thank you. Well, te- technically, human beings, yeah, the last two hundred thousand years been pretty, pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Guys, how crazy. can evolution be real when God made the whole world and everything stayed the same after seven days? Why are you trying to make me like? You're trying to tell me I came from a monkey. You're trying to tell me that I I I. Became me because a cat turned into a, a spider, and then turned into a, turned into another monkey, and then turned into me. Andrew, you're creating this straw man very poorly. You got to go much more accurate with it. You, uh... I was not a monkey. A monkey didn't morph into a human and then become me. So, oh, oh, that's what you think evolution is. Well, no wonder you don't believe in it. If God. If God isn't real, how do you explain the sunset? Or a human eye. Or the tides. <laughs> Why is a banana the perfect shape for my hand? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that was always one. my favorite. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. A banana fits right in the hand of a monkey. And so, which they, they totally overlooked. Like a monkey's hand is very similar to a human's. They're like, a banana fits right to the hand of a monkey. Clearly God made that specifically for them. Like, what? It's brutal. The, the eye is really complicated. Do you think that happened randomly? A lot of animals have eyes, though. I don't get why that's the yeah, humans, focal humans point. don't have the best eyes. Like, there's not better bad. eyes out there. You, you could argue we're not the best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. Too many flashbacks. Welcome to the Voluntary Viewing Podcast, the only podcast where we accidentally prove evolution and God not being real. I don't know how you proved it right there, but okay. I also don't know how... I don't think there's a lot of people out there saying, like, evolution is real, therefore God is fake. Uh, certain depictions of God. I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you on that one. There's definitely <laughs> a lot of people out there that think exactly that. Also, you should have gone with the ear uh, jawbone. Um, example for evolution how a piece of jawbone turned into your ear bones it's a better example than the eye today on the podcast we have the woman immediately slighting our arguments emma rowell joining us again this still drunk from episode 21 still drunk from the drunk cast maybe drunker than ever and also on the podcast, we have 
Andrew. <laughs> I was seeing who it would be. Yeah. <laughs> he chose Andrew. <laughs> the pinnacle of human evolution. Clark. Captain America. Oh, man. I mean, but Is that's that not really now? evolution, though. That's more just people messing with it. That's not... Sorry. <laughs> no, no, that was that was a dumb callback that no one's ever heard the story for because yeah. Andrew used to call one of our friends yeah. Captain America because <laughs> he considered him the peak of human evolution. Yeah, Ironically. <laughs> Ironic. He could call other people Captain America, but he couldn't be considered Captain America himself. <laughs> Humanity has come too far... Also Each day we stray farther from God's light. <laughs> Humanity always was focused on figuring out if they could without asking if they should. Life uh, finds a way. <laughs> also on the podcast is that a Jurassic today. Jurassic Park callback. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> also on Who the podcast. Who is on that today, podcast, Lucas? We we got the could, the should, the would. The did, the is, Ryan Holtz. I thought you were going to say the id, because it seemed like you were rhyming for a while there. And I was like, ooh, Freud deep cut. I like it. Oh, man, but, I, no, I, 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 I got to work on my freestyle. I, I got some, I, I got some pretty good, pretty good written verse, but uh, no, I, ah, I can't, I'm not there yet. You need someone yet. to really get that, get that, get that beat, that mm. sick flow. And lastly on the podcast, we have me, the man advancing human evolution through the power of rhyme. Oh, boy. Lucas. <laughs> Lucas DeRider. That probably should have been a rhyme to really <laughs> drive that point home. Yeah. yeah also, you, you. now. Yeah. And you said advancing human evolution. I'm like, ooh, we're going to get eugenical in here. This is, <laughs> this is going to get controversial quick. Anyway, oh. Here we go. Oh. So apparently, um, I, I, I was watching some people's, you know, like favorite stories from like random encounters in Red Dead Redemption 2. And like in one city, there's like a eugenics for beginners guy who just like kind of stands on the corner and like is telling everyone like, man, eugenics is going to be like the shit. It's going to be like the coolest thing. And if you just straight up murder him, like gun him down in the streets, people like react. And then they're like, what happened? And they run over and they're like, oh, it's that guy. And then just nothing happens. <laughs> That's probably pretty accurate. Uh, actually, I don't know when. When did eugenics kind of arise in America? It's like the early twentieth uh, century. Yeah, but I mean, they wouldn't have Very probably early. booed him because it's usually people who people hated, so they probably wouldn't like you know. I mean, that's mm. usually who they euthanize. I feel like if I were in cowboy times, I would be a bit spiteful of the guy who's like, "I am genetically superior to all of you." Exactly. As, as we've learned with Adolf Hitler, not all the people who support eugenics yeah. actually believe they are the best eugenic outcome. <laughs> Fucking blonde hair, blue eyed Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. Is that is that is that the best? Huh. Um, weird. Just looking at you. Also, is that like a geological measure of time, like the cowboy times? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's still cowboys. Ah. <laughs> Was it the Haleo scene? There, you yep. know, the, 
Mesozoic. No. Uh, yeah, your Jurassic, Jurassic, Cowboy Times, Cowboy Times. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, maybe we're thinking of you know like human history eras. You know, like there's uh, B, you know, the Copper Age, the Bronze Age, uh, BC, <laughs> the rise out. of civilization. Uh, <laughs> The Middle Industrial Ages. Revolution, the Cowboy Age. <laughs> the Cowboy Times. <laughs> it's it's the known as that times. around the world. <laughs> Something about like the times makes it even better. In Australia, we're still the Cowboy Times. I think it's still Cowboy Times in the U.S. Like Cowboys is still a career. You can still be a cowboy. Yeah. It's not like prime cowboy time, like the job oh. market's shrinking. <laughs> we need to also, protect our cowboy jobs so they don't get exported to oh, other man. countries. So Bronze Age cowboy time. I mean, yeah, yeah, people still had cows a long time ago. If it was like 20 BC and you had a cow, were you a cowboy? Does that make it the cowboy times? <laughs> What's the definition around? of a cowboy? What was that, Emma? Were cows around then? I got to I got to think that cows didn't evolve less than 2,000 years ago. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, but... It... In the same way that they are today, I bet you they're way different. Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sure. They Never were probably much better and more hardy and not as <laughs> less stupid. terrible. Yeah. Not, not as fucking stupid. <laughs> Didn't require us to milk them to not die. Yeah, literally. Oh, oh perfect tie-in with, like, the eugenics conversation we were having with <laughs> police... Dear God, let's never have that. I'm just just again. trying to run away from this topic, yeah. but hmm. but um, did you know that back in like the 30s and 40s in Germany, like they tried to breed special like monster cows? Yep. Not not for the purpose of like being livestock, but they they tried to breed like the largest, most aggressive cows that were literally just psychopaths, and like uh, release them so that uh, one day the heroes of Germany could like travel into the woods and fight them hand to hand because <laughs> Hitler had this grand vision of basically like Herculean uh, German uh, warrior legends, like just beating the shit out of giant monster <laughs> cows with their bare hands. Only if they had my great uncle around. Cause he's actually one of the main, like big cow breeders and he has his own like, invention to like i was really hoping you were gonna say cow fighters i was really hoping (laughs) you were gonna say cow fighters don't 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 go into the details of the (sighs) cow fucking machine your uncle invented (laughs) oh man i i is that when we hit a hundred listeners then the (laughs) the cow fucking machine story comes out Um, yeah as soon as any single video hits a hundred views phrase that ryan (laughs) <laughs> the cow fucking story. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently, like uh, some of the you know monster cows like escaped, and so like they were running around in Austria for a while, and like they would just come out of nowhere every couple of years and basically kill all of the other cows on like someone's land and just run back into the wild. So they had to hunt all of them down and kill them back in like I don't know the early two thousands. That kind of reminds me of like outlaw cowboys from the cowboy times. Yeah. <laughs> so those are those are cow cowboys. Are they just Ooh. called men men cows at that point? Boy cows. Boy cows. <laughs> <laughs> that that sounds like a a whole subculture that I'm not familiar with. 
This is episode 24, by the way. Being recorded on November 5th, 2018. Where are the boy cows? What happens to the boy cows, my friend's four-year-old son asked me as we toured the farm this summer. <laughs> what? <laughs> we do not pull, speak pull. of the boy cows. I mean, we kind of don't, because they, they all get murdered. <laughs> well, some of them get kept. The, the bulls? The best of them. Yeah, the best, the best bulls get kept, that's for sure. <laughs> Cow eugenics. Jesus Christ. We can't escape. <laughs> we can escape into the news of the week section. I'm trying Yay. to think of a cow song, damn it. I couldn't. I couldn't. Alright, what if what if I told you guys this latest told you? Fortnite news segment cons- contains something so exhausting that it would totally erase the thought of eugenics from our mind. Oh, man. I don't know if it could ever eliminate the ever-present thoughts of eugenics. (laughs) What if I were to tell you that due to a partnership between Epic and the NFL, you can buy jerseys of your favorite football teams and have your character in Fortnite wear them? That just makes me think of eugenics even more. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> I don't, yeah, that's fine. Cool. We are getting dangerously close to me naming this the eugenics <laughs> cast, and I don't know if I have that in me. Please don't. Please don't even put that in the title of this episode. <laughs> the clicks. We will, we will think get of the clicks. clicks. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna end up on Drudge Report. <laughs> oh man! We're gonna get a whole new audience. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> uh, Andrew, why are you upset about the PlayStation Classic? Um, I mean, I'm not really uh, upset about it. Um, but uh, hold on one second. <laughs> why? Why? Why was I the one asked about this? Because I didn't. Yeah, didn't you write the article? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't, the I didn't write it, and I wasn't upset about it in the slightest. <laughs> we <laughs> like, talked about it earlier, should, and you were I like, try, "Yeah, I tried like, to roll with it, and I just couldn't come up with anything." <laughs> <laughs> Lucas is projecting his feelings onto everyone around him. Why are you upset about it, Lucas? Andrew? We talked about this before, and you were like, "I am glad you put that in wait, there," because I thought wait. the list was real dumb. The list of games is real dumb. I just, I mean, like, I just, I, I hadn't really like heard of any of those before, except for like Metal Gear Solid and Final Fantasy. I wasn't like mad about it. I was never gonna Jesus buy it. Christ. You so there's, hold up, hold up, everyone, stop. I'm the referee here. Okay. There's two options here. Lucas is projecting all of his feelings onto everyone around him like a psychopath. Or Andrew is gaslighting Lucas into thinking that he's crazy like a psychopath. So one way or the other, someone someone here is really in the wrong. You, You listeners at home, guess which member of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast is a psychopath. The answer may surprise you. I'm not going to oh, lie, I, I had a great idea, 
and I hope Andrew will back me up on this one because he definitely did in private before. <laughs> Lucas, we haven't talked in weeks. What are you talking about? <laughs> Andrew's been dead for 30 years. <laughs> I had a great idea for a book that's a fictitious memoir. Oh, with... yes. Of Ronald Reagan? Oh, no, no. That one. That, oh, that was a different ball. one. That one's still marinating. That was a different yes. one. Uh, <laughs> Uh, 150 viewers. This one's memoir, memoir of a YouTuber. How I yeeted my way to the top, got cucked, and fought my way back up. No, flexed my way back. Flexed my way back up. Uh, you missed the, the third. You, yeah, you you missed the clincher. Good things come in threes. No, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But then some somehow it has to. You have to talk about straight up slapping. <laughs> that's good. that's gonna be chapter four straight up slapping <laughs> my times is a straight up slapper it was a slapper or a slappy the, the who who's the slapper and who's the slappy is the is the is the person who's rocking out to the music is that the slappy and the slapper is the person who created the music uh the slapper the is the person who created the music the slappy is the person slapping to the music. <laughs> oh, is that what slapping is? Yeah, yes, what, what the hell is straight up slapping? Because I didn't it, know it was a verb. It derives from the expression, oh, that's a real knee slapper, clearly. Are, are you serious? Or are you just making this up like completely? I am 120% serious, Ryan. Do you think I would ever joke about popular lexicon? So slap. I was a communications major. I have no idea when people are joking and when people are serious about communications. I, I'm Straight absolutely talking out my ass slaps. right now. Slaps. Uh, slaps. So Urban Dictionary. Good, Good as, as fuck. fuck. Yep. Both <laughs> <laughs> are the same way. Yep. Good as fuck. Slaps. Also, cracking songs from the Bay Area. So slaps are songs. Slap is tight music, something you can go dumb to. <laughs> <laughs> this just raises more questions. Slap is having 10s, 12s, or 15s in your trunk, knocking while you're driving, making your trunk rattle. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? I can't tell if that's like a hood thing or a fucking country thing. <laughs> no, right? Like that, yeah. <laughs> that could be either or. When you're riding down the street with your big-ass wheels and your <laughs> car is loud as fuck and you got your music blasting and you're drunk as hell and... No one's gonna stand in your way and fuck the police. That's like that. <laughs> yeah. That could be any one of those two groups. Oh God, the Venn diagram is a circle. And... Yeah. God. <laughs> that that belongs in the next uh, Black Jeopardy with Tom Hanks. Yes. That's exactly what I was thinking. Straight up slaps. But Andrew, what are you? And you, Ryan, and you, Emma, and me, Lucas. Think about the two new Overwatch heroes. One is a female version of McCree that's 20% more villainous, 10% more of a spaghetti western character, 80% more goth, and 30% gayer. And also named Ash. Pokemon. Yeah, she has a name, Lucas. Um, is this the first time that they've done, like, just a mirror of another character, basically? No, she like... she's not a mirror of another character, but like... Yeah. <laughs> is this is is this the closest that two characters? Well, I mean, have like in terms in of style, they they're both just cowboys. Yeah. I think it's Cow weird that they named her after a hair color. 
Is that a thing? Uh, yeah, she has ash, ash blonde hair, and then Indra Ash. Oh, is that Ash, ash with an blonde. E? Is the hair yes. color? Yes. Okay. I always thought that was platinum blonde. Yeah. Man, that's I like ash I to I've me. never heard. I've never heard ash blonde before. Oh no, that's the big thing. That's the end thing. Wait, so what's the difference between platinum blonde and ash blonde? Ash blonde's more like uh, less yellow hints. They're on opposite sides of the color swath. swath. Oh, One's okay, a little so. bit wider, more silvery. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Platinum blonde is just kind of like really, really bright blonde. Yeah. Huh. So uh, platinum blonde is like Daenerys from Game of Thrones, and ash blonde is like an old person. <laughs> eh, that's what all the... <coughs> I, I almost wouldn't even call this blonde. None of, none of these people look like they are naturally ash blonde. Oh, you're, you're, never natu- you're never naturally Silver is not blonde. a natural oh. hair color. He's I mean, like, I don't think those purple eyes are natural. I think they might be wearing contacts. There's definitely been someone born with purple eyes, right? I think that's a consequence of albinism. No. Isn't that red? I, it red can eyes. be purple. I, I think it can be violet. You can have really violet eyes without being albino. Natural purple eyes. Albino. Yeah, that's the first thing that comes um, up. Hey! My great great something had a violet eyes. Is your great something or other an albino? No. Okay. She's just Canadian. Well, that explains it. But does it explain why the other new hero they're adding to Overwatch is a weirdly sexualized robot named Athena whose design I hate? Yeah, no, she looks real weird. So, we got one good boy blocky robot who turns into a tank and has a pet bird and is amazing. We got another robot who's a monk and kind of human, but not really. Uh, another one that's a centaur, just a centaur, and then the okay. second the second lady robot is like, what if we gave her a butt and a holograph face? <laughs> hey guys, you know what Ash? Or no, darn, damn it, I fucked it up. Damn it, fuck you, Ryan. God, <laughs> guys, you know good, what Athena? Good recover. Said? <laughs> right, so natural. You know what Athena said to Ash? I already chose McCree. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Tick tock strikes again. Uh, had to get that one out there. I hope they give the Ash character, like, you know, Ash Ketchum's gloves. Because, you know, like Pokemon. Cause I mean, that's whatever I think. That'd be great. It's gothic. Like, goth like. <laughs> it fit. Pokemon is super goth now. Well, just then Hot Topic goth, and that's pretty much the same thing. No, yeah. Yeah, her robot buddy is kind of cooler than Athena. He's got, like, a bowler cap. Yeah, his name is Bob. Oh, that's original. Never been a robot named Bob before. (laughs) I just want a Hot Topic character. Like, she could have that, like, uh, what's that green bulb from Final Fantasy? That could be, like, the robot. And they could have, like, her in all Hot Topic gear. Or dude. That'd be fun. It's like a hot topic character. 
I'm not sure where Final Fantasy fits into that, but well, Ash is definitely a hot topic the character. The green bulb, the Final Fantasy, uh, Final Space. You know that green bulb? That looks like it belongs in Hot Topic. What's it called again? The green squishy thing from Final Space? Mo- Mooncake? Mooncake. It's the easiest name. <laughs> <laughs> this is This is a weirdly specific mashup. Why is from the hot topic one? Uh, I don't. I don't understand. How do we? You want? You're saying you want Overwatch characters to be Mooncake? No, I want a hot topic character who has a sidekick who looks like Mooncake, oh. or something you'd find a hot topic. If we're gonna get another cowboy, why, we might as well get a hot, hot topic character. Why hot topic? Why do you keep saying hot topic? Because <laughs> that's like goth. <laughs> okay. Oh, like um, Sam from Total Drama Action. Sure, like yes. that, exactly. That's the character you want to know. I, yeah, let's do it. I like I how you Overwatch, defaulted. So do it. I like how you defaulted to the sequel series there. <laughs> yeah, no, that that just came out because I was, I was like, oh, it's probably actually the, you know, oh, it's not Sam. Wait, who am I thinking of? You know, Sam Gwen. is some big weirdo. Yeah, Gwen. You're thinking of Gwen. Yeah, I'm thinking of Gwen. I revoke my total drama uh, fandom card. Good, you, well, wow, you held, you held on to that for a while. You stuck <laughs> yeah. out total drama rama. Oh, I just oh. typed in Gwen from Total Drama Island, and there are some pictures that are slightly more suggestive than <laughs> what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, that, that trip- series I imagine does very well with uh, commissioned artists. Oh boy. Yeah. Not liking this. Oh, there's one where they made her really fat for no reason. That that is a staple, Andrew. Yeah, that's a pretty common thing. That is yeah. things. There's someone you inside say of no her. For no reason, Andrew, there's a very explicit reason. <laughs> there is a very means to fill an end reason. No, no I mean that like That wasn't she... the artist just going like lols. It was no, uh, not not like, I see it. I see not it. like she's a big girl. I mean, she has a no, I know. tank hooked up to her, and she's a fucking balloon. Oh, I don't know about that one. That is also... I, I'm seeing a different one where she is, quote-unquote, fat for no reason. Then I just linked it in the messages. Do you guys think there was any reason that at BlizzCon, uh, fans booed the Diablo team for saying that they're making a mobile game? Yes, there is a reason, Lucas. Mr. Apologist in here. Um, I don't like your tone with the way you wrote up this uh, this topic. We about to duke it out, Ryan? Apparently. We about to get in the mud together? Let's do it. We All right. some mud right here in Los Angeles where it never rains. <laughs> we, can, we can roll around in the dust <laughs> in the industrial runoff. I imagine that's going to be a lot less sexy, but I'm down. Oh boy. Yay, those oil rigs give people cancer and like serious health problems. Roll around in the shit. fracking mud. Uh, uh, okay, so Ryan, I take it you are a little more what the fuck is Blizzard doing side of this argument? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, all, I'm pretty much always pro consumer. Yeah. <laughs> so I love it when I, I wrote the. So let, let's, let's peel back the curtain a little bit here. Okay. So I'm going to read this as you, Lucas. Okay. And then you read my comment at the end <laughs> in, in however you want to after I read yours. Also at BlizzCons, 
petty fans, boo game developers, when they announce a new Diablo game for mobile devices. This negative fan reaction is even more perplexing, considering that the console and PC-based Diablo 4 is confirmed to be in development already. That was pretty good. Don't you people have phones? <laughs> XD. <laughs> <laughs> your, your tone was very dripping with, um, uh, uh, Blizz fans are morons. I, uh, uh, more on the, I think that they're kind of fucking over their consumers a little bit here. And just because they have a future game coming down the pipeline, I think that this, uh, this, this reaction is very well warranted considering clearly how unprepared they were to receive it and how out of touch apparently they are with their fan base. That's true. And I don't know. I guess I the fuck Blizzard as a company. I guess I feel more bad for the developers or anything that they were probably kind of made to go in front of these people and make this announcement and just were not prepared for any of this. Uh, but also I have a little bit of a hard time being like understanding the mindset of oh they're putting out a game in a series and i'm not interested in that game and i don't think it'll be very good but then getting so worked up about it like i was skeptical about pokemon go at first and that turned out to be fine and even a good time for a while so i'm i i don't know i think people might be getting a little too riled up too quickly about it but i haven't played a single diablo game so i am not invested whatsoever I mean, they were just so flippant. The, the, the guy who said, don't you guys have phones, to a crowd of clearly PC and console gaming enthusiasts, just not understanding the sheer disconnect of like, hey, I would rather sit this and sit down and play a Diablo game on my, you know, $1,500 PC rig than like, you know, collect digital currency for microtransactions on my mobile phone. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. That, that's insane to me that these video game developers can't quite get the disconnect there and understand that hey maybe at blizzcon they were expecting a giant announcement for one of their favorite series and instead they got a reskin japanese mobile game so that's fair i say give it a chance uh i don't know i'm sure we'll find a niche audience eventually but it's weird and dumb and I, I can't wait for everybody to forget about it because I will admit this is definitely a gray area and I kind of see both sides of it, but I'm definitely leaning more towards the whatever, give it a chance, wait for the game to come out. Don't You don't have to play it is where I'm at, but yeah. Well, I think it's it's a result though of, yeah, you don't have to play it, but they want to play something and they don't want it to be this. Yeah, they, they want they want something better. They want what Blizzard used to give them, which was just consistent quality through and through. And instead, now they're just rushing out mobile games that are literal reskins of already existing international games. Were there any so, big announcements? Yeah, that's the thing. This was the big announcement. Like, that was the big up. announcement. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, that's also I'm a misfire. Yeah, I feel like you're starting to get my point there. <laughs> like, it's a little, yeah. It's something. And they all paid to get tickets to go see their favorite company's convention. Mm. I also can't. announcement they're met with. I also can't put myself in that mindset. Oh, of paying for tickets to go to a... Paying to go see... Paying to go see a commercial before everybody else? Yeah. Yeah. I 
can't get in that mindset. But if anything, that, those are going to be your your base hardcore fans. You probably don't want to don't want to do wrong by them if you can avoid it. Yeah. But didn't they usually get like some sort of small thing where they see it like months ahead before other people, or at least a month ahead? Mm. At least better quality rather than just you know someone. Uh, illegally shooting a picture or something. Sometimes, but it doesn't sound like there's any of that at this. Mm. Alright, can we move into the thing I am most excited about and is giving me life in these dark (laughs) and trying times? Also, like, half of a... This is a half-meme corner segment. Oh, absolutely. This is... This might be the entire rest of the podcast. I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. We got 40 minutes Nintendo Direct focusing on the new Super Smash Bros. Ultimate game. Uh, we found out right off the bat that Ken from Street Fighter will be a playable character, as well as Incineroar from Pokemon, who is uh, half cat, half dad, half professional wrestler. Um, we also found out that the Piranha Plant from Super Mario will be the first DLC playable character for the game somehow, and I am super fucking on board for it. Wow. We differ again. (laughs) (laughs) Give me all... I'll do my rant once you're done. (laughs) Give me me all the dumb DLC characters. Is this... Okay, it's it's time. It's time now. Go for it. Petey fucking Piranha? First of all, his name's Petey Piranha. It's not Piranha Plant. Like, he's got a fucking name. Petey Piranha is what? 13th on the list of, of Mario Brothers villains? You got Waluigi, the big dick, big dick bandit, just sitting in the wings, waiting for his moment to shine. In comes Petey fucking Piranha, skipping about 10 characters on the list. No, it's me, guys. I, I, I can barely even hop around, but you know what? I'm, I'm the new Smash Bros. character. Can't wait for your down C to be to me, like, fucking hop and then, like, I don't know, fucking bite people. Woo, cool. Waluigi could have been, like, swinging his leg around, his third leg, if you know what I'm saying. Like, come on now. They, they, did, they did my boy Waluigi dirty. You got that assist trophy. <laughs> Shadow assist. I feel like they should have picked the character based off, like, Mario Tennis, which one was, like, a fan favorite for everyone's to put in there, who's obviously not already in it, like, Mario and, uh, like, you know, whether Waluigi or that big chomping thing, was it called again? Chain Chomp. Chain Chain Chomp. Chomp. Chain Chomp would have been way better than (laughs) (laughs) P.D. Piranha. Piranha Plant in the tennis game? Yeah. It's a baseball game. Why does it need to be in so many games? Waluigi deserves it far more. Woo! Um, Okay. In order, I will admit that Waluigi in the latest uh, Mario Tennis game did have a lot of big dick energy going on. (laughs) I mean, Waluigi always has big dick energy going on, though. I mean, he throws roses at people. Yeah. Um. God. Top 10 Mario villains. Oh, no, Number I don't like this list. Never mind. You. This list is wrong. Actually, it's not that wrong. Okay. <laughs> it's got Birdo at 15. Birdo belongs over Petey Piranha. Oh, well, you know, Birdo who would bring Birdo? a lot more... Birdo, Birdo oh, would make the oh, cast a lot more diverse. Who, who is Birdo? And yeah. your childhood. Your who, childhood. Who's Birdo? It hurts. Birdo? 
Birdo the, is Birdo. The androgynous cousin to Yoshi? Yeah, it's got the, the Oh shit, this fucking weirdo. That, its, <laughs> it's name is Birdo. Birdo. It's got a name. <laughs> I, I assume Birdo is a fucking bird. Wow. <laughs> this thing is weird. I, I don't like it. I really wish you would stop calling Birdo it, considering <laughs> everything going on with the character. Definitely. Well, I, I don't know what's going on with the character. I didn't know this is a thing. I Okay, so the thing that's going on there is that in Japan, Birdo is Birdo, trans, but in America, oh. because fucking the 90s were awful, they were like, Birdo's just a girl. See, I, I didn't even think one way or the other about it, because to me, Birdo looks like a hair dryer with legs. Oh. Also accurate. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the top tens, Petey Piranha ranks as the number 22nd Mario villain. So I'm thinking of 21 different Mario... Oh, actually, some of them are already in the game. Probably, what, like 19 Mario villains that belong in the game before Petey Piranha? Who are the top three? Uh, you got Dementio and Bowser... And Fawful. Who's Fawful? Yeah, I don't know Dementio or Fawful. I think Dementio was from the RPG. Oh. Shouldn't Donkey Kong be in there? Donkey Kong is 13. Right under Waluigi at 12. (laughs) (laughs) Donkey Kong did kind of do a reverse heel turn. He was not really a villain anymore. No, that was his dad, though. That's that's, uh, Cranky Kong. It's the original Donkey Kong. And then Donkey Kong had a tie that's what he's the younger donkey kong who's fun and nice which 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 one of them had the very inappropriate candy kong girlfriend how i mean i mean that's more appropriate than stealing a woman and running up a thing and then although cranky kong did have a wife although she died oh yeah i forgot that was canon cranky kong coast <laughs> Like, wife's ghost should be in the game. That sounds like more fun. Like, Death. She should be like a trophy thing. Death is canon fun. in the Mario universe. <laughs> Ludwig von Koopa is higher than Petey Piranha. Ludwig's in the game. I would... Wait. No, he's not. Yeah, he's an alternate skin for Bowser Jr. Okay. Well, then that doesn't count. <laughs> Ludwig needs to be his own character. What, is, is Wario just an alternate skin for Bowser? No. Wario oh, person. They should do Chain Chomp and Petey Piranha as like one thing where you get alternate skins because they're kind of similar. They just snap. Okay, that'd be nice. Or you could have Pac Man and Chain Chomp. That'd be a good alternate if you want to be more Mario mm. themed versus more like you know. Isn't Pac Man in it? Yeah, I think that might be a disservice to Pac Man though. Eh, who cares? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, I see the Pac Man fanboy coming out of the game. Don't. To speak ill of the dead is Pac because Woman? pac-man is dead mario is dead link is dead everyone died in the world of light story mode trailer except for the hope of the universe kirby did post better i actually okay showing off a lot of my nerd shit here i actually really like this because the guy who created super smash brothers also invented Kirby and that series of games when he was 18, which, what the fuck am I doing with my life? This Masahiro Sakurai is out there inventing Kirby when he was 18. So, 
he is pretty on the record about just not wanting to do any more Super Smash Bros. games, but caring about the series so much that he feels compelled to be the driving force behind each new one. So, in my mind, I imagine something along the lines of, okay, you know what, fine, I'll make another one, but I'm also just putting a Kirby game in there. Isn't Kirby also canonically the worst Smash Brothers character? Kirby's pretty low on the tier lists. Like, nobody's nobody's maining Kirby at tournaments. (laughs) Maining Kirby... See what what is what is easy a C tier character? Yeah. How low does he fall? C or D. Also, is this is this the most recent uh, Smash Bros tier list, or are we talking like classic like Melee or Brawl Uh, tier list? Melee, Brawl, and Smash Warrior is pretty low. Brawl tier list. Kirby is middle of the pack in Brawl. Number 19 yeah. out of 37. Alright. Looks like someone hasn't been going to the tourneys often enough. <laughs> there are no Brawl tourneys. Yeah, Brawl was uh, not not the favorite, I guess. Melee would be more definitive, probably. What is he in Melee? Um, We got Kirby falling at... A, actually, middle of the pack again, honestly. Jeez. Actually, no, that's Air Dodge ranking. <laughs> Kirby is, oh yeah, he's F tier <laughs> with Pichu and Bowser. Oh, F tier. Oh boy. Where does the pink boob fall? Jigglypuff. Yeah. Jigglypuff's A tier. Yeah. Third, third tier. S S S, and then A. Get that right there with Captain Falcon and Ice Climbers and Peach. You get that rest knockout, man. There you go. Also, I'd like to imagine that the uh, decision-making process for making Kirby the only character to survive the apocalypse was something along the lines of, in the writer's room, a bunch of people saying, yeah, this is going to be our pitch for the World of Light thing. Uh, Everybody dies from this cataclysmic thing. And then, you know, players get to, you know, start as Mario, or maybe they even get to pick their own and then go through the world saving everyone. (laughs) And then Masahiro Sakurai was just like, no. You will not kill my son. There you go. Kirby doesn't die. What if Kirby dies at the end, though? Like, it's like, oh, no, he was the only one to survive. And then it's like the last appearance of Kirby. I would genuinely weep. (laughs) Oh, jeez. I would genuinely... I would... He's a little fucking cute, pure pink ball. Fights against gods. Yet Who kills gods? <laughs> Yet you didn't really care all that much about Mooncake. You couldn't even remember his name, and he's basically just green. That was that. me. That was not him. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and yes, I don't care about Mooncake. Rip off. But on top of this trailer being genuinely amazing, it has also spawned some pretty spicy memes. Wait, Ryan, did you genuinely like the trailer? Or is that just stuck in your head? Uh, that song's stuck in my head. Oh, okay. It's, it's pretty decent. I don't know. I don't hate the trailer. Did, did people hate the trailer? I thought, no, like, I just no. thought you wouldn't have liked it because it's so fucking anime. No. What? <laughs> what? Is it anime? I thought so. 
That's not what I hate about anime. I hate the limited animation aspect. God damn. Okay, fair enough. CGI anime, if, if they're trying to keep like the hand-drawn animating on threes and only animating a mouth or something like that, then yeah, I would hate it. But okay. these, are just, these are just video game characters getting fucking getting <laughs> Infinity Ward. And then all of a sudden Kirby, and then all of a sudden. Great. What's what's not to like? Snake just sitting in his box, embracing death. But I love that. It's got to be Captain Falcon jumping into his ship and getting wiped out. Captain Falcon was definitely my favorite. Or like Sonic trying to like save Pikachu, oh, reach out for Pikachu, smoked. <laughs> just every single character just fucking smoked. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! And then the like frog Pokemon like jumps, and uh, the Pokemon that was behind him gets nailed. Yeah, <laughs> and then he he's up in the sky and just gets smoked. <laughs> We fit trainers doing like a tree pose. Yeah. And just... <laughs> oh man! I die as I live. Yeah. No, that was that was definitely definitely solid. And then I think my favorite parody meme of it so far is the King of the Hill one, where <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Dale Gribble. <laughs> Barbara, you gotta let me in quick! It's bomb. <laughs> I saw one that was the um, was from the SpongeBob uh, driving episode, where they're like, "All right, seniors, let's open the window so everyone can see your nice white clothes." Wiped off this planet. Um, I think my favorite one so far is it starts out uh, in Dragon Ball Z, where Vegeta is just going ballistic and is gonna like blow up the earth and Krillin's yelling like we gotta get out of here and then Vegeta yells like final flash and shoots his giant yellow fire blast and snake in his box just gets destroyed (laughs) (laughs) um I think uh boy the only other one of note that I can remember being really into is the one where they uh edited the trailer itself so it's Pit saying we can win. I know we can. <laughs> <laughs> immediately dying. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be like, b- before every single death, it's Pit going, we can win. I know we can. <laughs> Falcon gets obliterated. We can win. I know we can. Snake is hiding and just gets wiped out. Oh, man. No, that's, that's good. It's really good. Uh, and you can also wipe out your install of Fallout 76 due to a bug people found in the game. Yeah, this game but the keeps on giving, huh? As we uh, established in the last podcast, this isn't Bethesda's fault. This is the user's fault for not breaking <laughs> the game enough yeah. and reporting it. <laughs> Bethesda cannot be held responsible for their own creation and or fuck-ups. <laughs> All right, guys, just putting this out into the wild. You tell us what shit and how to fix it. That's how business works. Just letting you guys know, if you buy this game, it might just cease to exist randomly. Yep. 
Kind of like how the Undertale sequel... Well, no, actually it'd be the opposite. The opposite of how the Undertale sequel just blinked into existence on Halloween. Okay, I know you guys don't care about Undertale or Deltarune, <laughs> but I think I'll check it out one of these weekends. It's only like four hours long, and it's supposed to be really cute. So I'm down. We can watch Scooby-Doo encourage the cowardly dog on Verve now. Ooh, that's fine. Hey. Yeah. Which Scooby-Doo, though? I think all the classics. All the ones that are on Verve. So that's all the 70s ones? Uh, yeah, we get the original Scooby-Doo, the Where Are You Scooby-Doo. Uh, the What's New Scooby-Doo? We do get What's New Scooby-Doo. Oh, we get What's New Scooby-Doo? Fuck I yeah. Watch that. <laughs> do we get the Scooby-Doo one where Scooby-Doo is like, Shaggy, how dare you date Velma? <laughs> no, that is the most recent run, and I think that is on Cartoon Network, not yet on Boomerang. Do we get the Scooby-Doo where, like, there's just real monsters and, like, real zombies and then there's the cat girls and then, like, everything's real? I think the first Scooby-Doo movie will be on this. Or the ones with the hex girls. How many Scooby-Doo movies are there? A lot. There has to be a lot. It has to be, like, over 20. There is also a a noticeable decline to those films. Have you seen the best episode of Scooby-Doo yet, Andrew? No, I have not watched the Supernatural crossover. You have to watch it. It's the best one. Is it technically an episode of Supernatural or of Scooby-Doo? Yes, it is. It's actually an episode of Supernatural. Okay, okay. I didn't know if it was like, you know, the episode of Scooby-Doo where John Cena randomly showed up. You know, like if the people from Supernatural just showed up, but okay, I can I can see that being a thing. I can you guys should just see it not being good. No, no, it's actually really good. <laughs> like I thought it was really good. It's like, and I just got into Supernatural then. Like I just binged it. But you guys should do an episode on just Scooby Doo episodes. That'd be fun. Like ranking them all. You guys want to turn this into a Scooby Doo podcast? What about the one where they meet the Harlem Globetrotters? Or the, the one where they're where they meet the Adams family, uh, and there's like creepy, spooky, real volley like creepy volleyball going on, and like Scooby Doo and Shaggy are the only ones there, and I think Scrappy too. Oh yeah, that was the red shirt Shaggy episodes. Yeah, you're totally right. Classic red shirt Shaggy. I watched a lot of Scooby Doo. I'm realizing. I I the think you watched Knight. just the right amount. Or, or the 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 creeper. Uh, what was the name of the one where they were kids? Uh, oh. Pup named Scooby-Doo. Yes. Uh, oh, that was, was the shit. Red Herring. And one yep. time Red Herring actually did it. <laughs> I, I remember that shit. And I was like, oh my God. He, he <laughs> it was Red Herring all along. <laughs> I knew it. My <laughs> seven-year-old mind is blown. They they broke the trope. They did reverse, reverse psychology. <laughs> A children's show is doubling down on reverse psychology. It's like, wow. All right. I can never trust anyone ever again. <laughs> you can trust Goku, who's going to be in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Never trust Goku. Anime is officially mainstream. 
not this website that you're linked. <laughs> Anime News Network. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Lucas. Oh, man. <laughs> this looks like. <laughs> what does it look like? This looks Hold like up. a 90s like school district website. <laughs> what the fuck is this website? Oh, it's not got a virus. <laughs> do you do you like oh, man. follow this, this or did you find ugly. a link for it, Lucas? I, I found it on Twitter. Oh damn it. I thought you like you every every morning you wake up, you load up animenewsnetwork.com. Damn it. I Was it these guys who wanted me to write no it wasn't never mind never mind i don't want to be liable i mean you could have literally redesigned their entire website like hey guys squarespace designs web well we're not sponsored by squarespace insert random website designing service here designs websites for like 25 bucks (laughs) looks so bad i they've been around for a while and i think they're too far in the hole at this point is the problem oh jeez it got depressing quick not unlike The Walking Dead. Take it away, Andrew. Um, yeah, so in typical Walking Dead fashion, uh, they reported for months that Andrew Lincoln would be leaving the show and that Rick's character was going to be killed off. Um, but apparently, uh, his death was yet another fake-out in just the shit train that is The Walking Dead. <laughs> And uh, Andrew Lincoln will return for not one, not two, but three full-length Walking Dead films that detail how he survived the events that, like, led the characters to believe he was dead, um, where he went, and then him trying to get back to the group. Um, But the show will continue with characters presuming that Rick is dead, and the show apparently at the end of the last episode skipped several years into the future and and so all, everyone it has just been living apparently four years thinking that rick has been dead and part of the films will be rick trying to get back to them so which the films don't start production for i don't know probably a year and then there's going to be three of them and they're going to be feature length which uh. means they'll probably take a while to complete so we're talking years of The Walking Dead going by with characters just acting as though Rick is dead and he's not going to be part of the plot, even though the viewers know that he is, which is dumb on its own. But it also means that The Walking Dead apparently has been renewed for several more seasons. Yeah, like six or seven more seasons. Yeah, because like some, I heard some characters like uh, Norman Reedus signed on for like another three-year contract. Jesus, Kojima, keep them busier than that. What are you doing? Yeah. So like, um, the show's did, keep, it's keep keeping on going for some reason. Sounds like oh. Andrew Lincoln found a found a dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! I don't that, watch this show. I don't have much to draw on. Yeah. No, the the dumpster moment I think was uh, the show jumping the shark, and that's when I I knew things were going downhill but i tried to latch on for a while i i am uh sad to admit that i watched like the first two or three episodes of season seven. Oh, what do we have here oh <laughs> god <laughs> oh 
Your guts were inside you all along. I could not have been more wrong in my life. Oh. Oh. Just the fucking Christopher walking from The Walking Dead. Walking around with a baseball bat with barbed wire on it. That will be my my lasting memory. You know how, like, sometimes people say, oh, you know, like, when my friend died, he wasn't in his best, like, form, so I remembered him from, like, a couple months earlier? Yeah. That's me with you, Andrew. <laughs> I'm always going to remember you at that Halloween, pretty drunk, yeah. with a baseball <laughs> bat with barbed wire wrapped around it, but it was a wiffle ball bat, and I don't even remember what you are using for barbed wire, going, oh! <laughs> as soon as I walk in the door, I have never been more wrong in my entire life. Oh my god, that is... We are absolutely finding a picture of him like that, making it black and white, and putting it as the end thing in the in-memoriam clip show we make. So you're you're saying that if I died tomorrow, that's how you would remember me? Andrew, if you died 60 years from now, that's how we would remember you. Oh, man. Oh. I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you could literally move to Los Angeles... We, like, become best friends and live, live out the rest of our 60 years or whatever we have left together. And my lasting memory would be you, <laughs> junior year of college, drunk off your ass, <laughs> dressed as Negan. <laughs> like, yeah, we, uh, we were roommates for a couple of years. We were in each other's weddings. Uh, we, we stayed in touch for a long time. I still remember Andrew as that 21-year-old dipshit dressed like a Negan on Halloween. <laughs> With Wasn't fucking Christmas year? lights around a yeah. orange Oh, those Christmas bag. lights were barbed wire. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a great costume. Uh, <sighs> I think I also wore a Santa Claus hat for a little bit, but it was too hot. <laughs> wow, I, I missed part of this party. I'm realizing. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't know what that feels like to miss apparently important events at a Halloween party. Lucas, we get it. You met Emma and didn't remember it. <laughs> oh, he wasn't there. I well, you could make that a large part of my consciousness wasn't there. Warner Bros. and Legendary Entertainment are making a live-action <laughs> Attack on Titan, My Hero Academia film, respectively. Bizarrely, IT director Andy Muschietti? Muschietti. Andy Not Muschietti. Wait, is that Italian? What is it? We'll direct the Attack on Titan film. Lucas, I, have, I do have Italian. a serious question for you. Yes. If you are so unenthused about these news stories... And you know none of us will be enthused with these news stories. Why do you write them down? You're just like, oh, Warner Bros. and Legendary Entertainment and like a live action Attack on Titan movie. It's like, you clearly... It's a bit. It's yeah. a running joke. That we have to have news stories that no one cares about. I enjoy them. Because that's the only way I can get out the seething rage, Andrew. Oh, it's the only way. At least you're not a sociopath because you feel emotions. <laughs> you feel the bad ones, but <laughs> does it does that make you a psychopath if you're just constantly enveloped in blinding rage? I have no idea. I don't think either of those are medical terms. Guys, we better be careful. If Shane Dawson ever hears this, we're all gonna be sociopaths. 
Yeah, until, like, he sits us down and goes, like, oh, we all had really rough childhoods. Yeah, fucking Dawson, man. <laughs> <laughs> or, or until... <laughs> Or until he has a therapist talk to us extensively without letting us know. Yeah. The, the same therapist who's just, like, on a Skype call being like, man, sociopaths are fucking weird. <laughs> like, like a fucking, like, psychological therapist. And, like, the psycho- psychopaths are gross, man. You guys should watch the Nerd City video. That one does a much better job. That was so great. I <laughs> love Nerd City. They're pretty fun. Did they tear him apart? Well, they didn't. They, like, tore apart the argument that Shane Dawson was making, where he's like, yeah, I don't think he really knew what he was doing. And then Nerd City's like, oh, my God. Like, he runs a business channel that talks about, like, leveraging his, leveraging a young audience using uh, influencers and everything like that. Like, he knows exactly what he's doing. It was great. It was a good video. Definitely watch. Yeah. Speaking of turning bad stuff into fun stuff, this one isn't exactly a news story or entertainment related, but it's it still makes me laugh, so I put it in here. Uh, Jacob Wall, a 20-year-old failed hedge fund manager, vocal Trump supporter, uh, conspiracy theorist, and person who is creepy uh, to and falsely claims to date Instagram models is implicated in a scheme that would have paid a woman to say that Robert Mueller sexually assaulted her. Investigative reports found that Surefire Intelligence, a fake company Wall likely owns under an alias, was the source of the claim that Mueller committed sexual assault. When reporters tried to contact someone at Surefire Intelligence for comment and to further investigate the company, the phone number on the website connected to Wall's mother. This is funny. This makes me really, yeah, no, this, this... really mad. I, I, I can't laugh about this one. I. You don't find any kind of dark humor in just how stupid, how, how dumb this kid is. I'm I'm glad that he's dumb because if he was smart and this worked, he could have fucked uh, up. Um, yeah, you know, Ameri- the American political scape for a long time, and I... taken in. You act like it's not very fucked up, though. I didn't hear that. What? Oh, Andrew's saying it could fuck up the American political scape, but it's already messed up. It is. Yeah. But it would it would take down. An It'd be worse. And honestly, yeah. at this point, it seems like unimpeachable man who's who's just you know doing God's work, God. and uh, also at the same time delegitimize literally millions of sexual assault accusers yeah yeah well a positive spin on this if anything this situation kind of proves how difficult it is to make false sexual assault claims that actually end up having any kind of impact um but i don't know i just find something kind of darkly funny about this dude probably sitting alone in his dark room at some point thinking uh, yes, my master plan to own the libs and get Robert soy Mueller boys. filed to fuck the soy boys. Just, he failed so completely and utterly that it happened within the course of 24 hours because he listed his mom's phone number on the fake website he made. I, I don't know. I, yeah. It's dumb. It's terrible. 
should take some of those uh, Alex Jones brain pills. Yeah. All right, do we want to go into the breakouts? Yeah. Seems like we don't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, we're going to the breakouts. The question is, were we doing the breakouts voluntarily? Just like the question <clears throat> that's raised in episode one of Homecoming, starring Julia Roberts. Ooh. Which I'm watching. Oh, wait, you didn't do the best piece of news, though. What? You can talk about it in the breakouts, son. Oh, okay. Well, Wait, you're first. you're watching the Spider-Man movie in parts? No. <laughs> it's a new TV show on Amazon with Julia Roberts. Ah, cool. It's made by... Oh, wait, Lucas, Esmail, were you serious? Mr. Robot. No, Andrew. Oh, okay. I didn't I understand. Like... I apologize. And then it made everyone wonder if Lucas was serious. And then... <sighs> <sighs> Our chemistry will come together sometime, Ryan. Yeah, you know, you and me, we're just uh, just two star-crossed uh, improvers. We're two <laughs> thespians. On the same page. Two thespians trying to get it on in a world of mediocrity. Yeah, it's fine. To no. sum it up, <laughs> you gotta. Homecoming is fine. On we go. You're gonna give the second part to try. What? Uh, you're going to give the second episode a try? I've watched the first two. It's actually only 23-minute episodes, and there's only 10 of them. So it's huh? like, yeah, it's like not even four and a half hours of content. So this has got that going for it. It's such a little time commitment that might as well. Cool. Andrew, how's the old man in the gun? Really good. I have, have any of you guys seen it or heard of it before? I, I know it didn't really make a huge splash and it was kind of a lower budget almost indie film but any of you guys know know about it i i do not no so the old man the gun uh is a movie that takes place in the early 80s uh starring robert redford as forrest tucker and this is all based on a true story um of a you know bank robber and prison escape artist who just robbed dozens and dozens of dozens of banks, including like up into his 70s and 80s, because he just loved robbing banks. Like in it, like the the entirety of the movie takes place during uh, like this one year period of time where it's kind of like his last stretch of bank robberies, and you know he he meets a woman that he kind of falls in love with, and then it's like the the cop that's trying to find him, but it's a very, like, I almost want to say heartwarming movie, and it, it is also very funny, um, but it's got a grainy, warm feel to it. It was kind of shot on film to make it look like it was a film from the 80s for most of it, and the dialogue is just excellent. Robert Redford is excellent again in what will be his final role before retirement. And I, I really enjoyed it. I saw Jade on Friday. We both just loved the movie. Uh, I would recommend seeing it if you guys get a chance. Because it, it's just really fun to watch Robert Redford being like, I'm an old man. I just love Robin Banks. Not because I'm greedy, but because like we all got to have a thing in our lives that make us happy. <laughs> and for me, that's Robin Banks. 
he's just like a really nice guy. He's like a, a gentleman. He just goes into a bank and says, give me all your money. And it makes him feel alive. That, that, that does like sound like a lot guy. of, yeah, it does sound like a lot of fun. Like something I'll definitely see. And I know Emma is also planning on seeing something, even though I think it is an affront to the integrity of the group. But you go ahead and explain it a ton. What? I have no idea what you're talking about. You, you texted me this earlier today. Luke's just getting gaslit again. <laughs> oh my god. It's not seen. Lucas, you, you I can't be able to say, see it. Hey, it's just fun news. Do the thing. Like, you need to provide some setup. I'm just. Go. <laughs> well, mine's just more fun news. Since you all love seeing Wannabe so much, I thought it'd be important to bring up the Spice Girl news. That they're coming back for a, um, a concert tour, except this time Posh Spice is not going to be there. No. And that recently, Scary Spice, kind of her and Posh's feud, uh, she dressed up as Posh for Halloween, you know, to kind of piss her off. And they're coming back for tour. Wow. It should be fun. And then the question is, are you really seeing the Spice Girls if one of them is missing? You absolutely are not. I don't think so at all. No. I mean, I went yeah. to a Spice Girls concert and Ginger was missing. So did I not? What did I go no, to? You saw then? several you spice spicy girls, but you did not see these Spice Girls. You just saw Mel B and Emma Bunton, and, and wait, was Victoria still there? Was was Posh Spice still there at that time? Uh, Posh was there at the time. Ginger was gone. Okay. So you only missed Jerry Hollowell. So yeah. Mm-hmm. You, saw, you saw Mel B, Emma Bunton, M- Melanie C, and Victoria Beckham doing a performance. That'd be like going see to the see Spice Queen Girls. after Freddie Mercury died. <laughs> okay. I don't know that Ginger Spice was, was the Freddie Mercury of Ginger the Spice Ginger Spice is a national treasure. Wow. Hold uh, up. I, I, I want to clarify something right now. I do not know any of the Spice Girls' music. Like, oh I've obviously, I've yes, heard some of the songs. You guys are but, like, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Wow. All I'm, say- all I'm saying, if you go see a Spice Girls event with one of the members missing, that is 20% less spikes in that event. That is a mild event, by definition. And it's bland. You need all the Spice Girls for it to be spicy. I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm hurt, but okay. Also, there is a stand coming up in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure named Spice Girl, and whenever she punches something, she yells out wannabe, and that's a lot of fun. Yay, my news. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we want to talk about how much we hate the Raiders quick. I hate them. Oh, Fuck. man, yeah, Raiders, Ooh, no cares. Fuck the Raiders, and good Fuck for Nick Raiders. Mullins, making perhaps the best quarterback premiere in the history of the NFL, let alone as an undrafted free agent. Wow. I don't think, no, no, that's wrong. That, that's, uh, <laughs> no. That is a bit of an overstatement, wrong. Lucas. Yeah. You did good. Uh, all right, fair enough. How, how would you amend that? He had a very, very good debut. All right. Against a garbage team. Yes. The Raiders are absolute trash in every front. 
But he got verified on Twitter during the course of the game. Yeah. Which is great. <laughs> they didn't know who the fuck he was before yeah. that. Some Someone on Twitter was like, is that Nick Mullins throwing touchdowns? Jonathan, get him verified. Dude, I... I uh I did see some tweets while the game was happening, like there were some professional sports reporters saying that's a touchdown for C.J. Beathard. Oh. <laughs> they didn't even know he wasn't playing. <laughs> yeah. But um, I mean, like we can't say that the Raiders are complete trash because according to John Gruden, there are players that are calling him every single day that are just dying to play for the Raiders. <laughs> oh man. So, 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 that, so something that Deadspin has been doing that I didn't realize until very, very recently, that one image of the uh, sunburned Josh Gruden getting interviewed. Um, every time they run a story involving the Raiders of Josh Gruden, they use that image. But, and I only realized this very recently, They've been dialing up the contrast in that image in Photoshop by about 5 to 10% each time they publish it. <laughs> so in the most recent image I saw, he is glowing <laughs> like Rudolph's nose. And I'm interested to see how far just goes. how red he can get by the end of the season. Wait, why are they doing that? Because fuck it's Josh Gruden. John Gruden. Oh, man. Uh, also, NBC aired a racist ad from the Trump administration during Sunday Night Football. A straight, Also, it was a straight-up, like, Trump for president ad. Like, it was said this message is brought to you by Donald Trump for president in 2020 and said, I am Donald Trump and I approve this message. But just a pretty just absolutely disgusting race baiting commercial saying like the the caravan is headed to america full of a bunch of dangerous people and we don't know who they are but here's a a latino man who killed two cops 30 years ago and you can't let those kinds of people in it was it it was actually four years ago just just so that we don't become uh, whatever you guys don't know what you're talking about yeah fair enough but no, it was in fact so racist that even Fox News pulled the ad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Is anyone else excited for when all these ads are over? In like three days? The ads will never be over. Tomorrow, Emma. In theory. They will. Oh, they God. We might have a brief respite <laughs> after uh, tomorrow's election, but. Uh, yeah, no. We're gonna have like a week, and then then we're gonna keep getting. Yeah, are gonna get yes, get up and running. I oh god, election day. I don't yeah, got no, it I'm, in I'm me. I'm really, really not feeling good at all right now. I already put my ballot in. Like I did the absentee no, voting thing. Oh, no, I'm I'm voting tomorrow. Which when what? Oh yeah. Also, this podcast is being recorded on November fifth, Monday. Uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, the 6th, is voter day. I would say go out and vote, but by the time this podcast is uh, finished, it'll likely be after the election. But, but yeah. Anybody got anything to bring it back up? Got a little dark What's there. the weather like in uh, L.A., Ryan? 
it's warm. <laughs> that is not. <laughs> and with that, we leave. <laughs> Like, comment, subscribe, get us to the pants story, get us to the uh, airport bathroom poop story, get us to the, what was the story we talked about today? Uh, oh, bull invention, bull semen invention. Get, it, get us to the cow fucking machine story. At V2 underscore podcast story. on Twitter, volunteerviewing at gmail.com. Oh, I'm tired. Involves French monarchs and stuff. I'm tired and I love you all. Even you, Andrew. Well, I'm happy to hear it. And I'm happy you're listening.